Welcome to From a Particular Point of View. I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Nerd. Nerd! 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 I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. And enlightenment. What the good doctor hasn't uh, let you in on yet is that your test shows that you're a genius. Please. Your IQ scored right off the charts. There isn't even a classification for you. It was so high. All of your tests indicate that you have the most advanced intellect in the history of humankind. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. 106 miles to Chicago. we got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Lighten up, Francis. My lords, my ladies, and everybody else here not sitting on a cushion. Today, today... You find yourselves equals, for you are all equally blessed. For I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you a knight sired by knights. A knight who can trace his lineage back beyond Charlemagne. I first met him atop a mountain near Jerusalem, praying to God asking his forgiveness for the Saracen blood spilt by his sword. Next, he amazed me still further in Italy when he saved a fatherless beauty from the would-be ravishings of her dreadful Turkish uncle. In Greece, he spent a year in silence just to better understand the sound of a whisper. And so, without further gilding the lily, and with no more ado, I give to you the seeker of serenity, the protector of Italian virginity, the enforcer of our Lord God, the one, the only, Sir... Dale. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to From a Particular Point of View. I am Dale. If you'd like to get a hold of me, response, um, questions, you know, whatever, uh, please contact me uh, at my email addresses for the for the podcast at watercoolercomments at hotmail.com or watercoolercomments at gmail.com. Well, today, um, you know, I kind of had to boil some stuff down for this, considering that... Um, how things have been going both, um, I don't know, it, actually it's a con- conglomeration of different thoughts and whatnot, not only with the uh, trucker uh, convoy happening in um, in Canada, but it's also, this is, seems to be happening th- kind of not really throughout the world. It is spreading, though. There is one of talk of happening um, in this country, in the United States, um, soon, and I understand that there's some groups of people, mainly some Democrats, maybe some of the press, who are getting a little bit antsy because they see what's happening in in Canada, and uh, they don't like that. Of course, they don't like it. People actually like freedom, anyway. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, my uh, my my main thought today was pretty much about the abuses, in my personal opinion, of course. 
of the uh, the First Amendment. Now, the First Amendment actually says, um, now, of course, this is for the United States. I don't know if uh, other countries have a First Amendment or a First Amendment type of document. I don't think anyone else does. I really don't know. I've never been to any other country, well, except Canada. But I never had to. Um, I never had to use any rights, either as a human or as an American citizen or whatever, to defend myself in Canada. <laughs> it's not that I'm aware of. Anyway, this is one of the beautiful things about um, <laughs> about the United States. Is uh, par- pardon me every now and again. I'm still uh, suffering through um, um, chest congestion, whatever, from when I was sick a week or two ago. So um, yeah, if it doesn't sound really good or cough or whatever, just I'm going to try to to make do without coughing too much. But my voice is better, however. I could hear that, of course. But anyway, one of the awesome things about the United States is we actually have a Constitution and a, a Bill of Rights. The very first one I thought was interesting because it gets the, it's listed number one, the very first amendment. Um, is the uh, amendment that most people in the United States, uh, you know, about the um, freedom of speech. That's usually how we think about that, the First Amendment. It actually says on here, and I actually have, I have a book that I actually had to buy for college. I think it was my, um, yeah, my political uh, science book. Um, I had to read, or at least, you know, the, the important parts of it. Well, it's all important, but you get the idea. Anyway, uh, this book would um, would take each individual amendment and, well, the Constitution also, but each individual amendment and break it down piece by piece to explain um, the reasons why and, and other cases, Supreme Court cases and, you know, and, and whatnot, to, uh, to explain why the details and whatnot of, of, uh, of different amendments. The first one here, of course, is the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or pro- prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging freedom of speech or the press uh, or the right of the people to peaceably assemble and petition the government uh, and petition the government far redress of grievances. I think I typed that in wrong. But uh, so pretty much, yeah, to allow the people to uh, regress, to to complain or whatever, to send their, their, their grievances um, to the government. Uh, one thing I found out about the First Amendment, um, it is a two-edged sword. Uh, that's both a good thing and a bad thing. Because, um, of course, uh, being a First Amendment, I have the right to say anything I want to. Of course, that's been refined um, in a certain way to uh, to time and place. Just like I can't go into a crowded theater and scream Allah Akbar or, or fire or like that because um, that could cause some people to panic and people to get hurt. And just like I also understand that it's you really can't um, go online and and call for people actually call for people to to incite violence upon somebody. It's like I can't say, um, uh, I wish somebody would go and kill somebody, and if that happens, you know, depending on, I guess, how I word it, then I could be liable, I guess. That's what I've heard through different podcasters and, and talk show hosts, <coughs> excuse me, that I've heard. Uh, you know, but like I said, it's, it's again, it's a two-edged sword. 
you know, it, and it's one thing that's been, um, that's been really difficult for me is, um, is when I hear people who do, I, I don't agree with their personal views when I hear people and when I hear them lie, when you know, it's a lie. And, um, some people are really good at lying. Um, you know, it, it, some people like Trump, I mean, whether you know for sure it's a lie or not, if somebody tells you, well, it's a lie and you've already got that in your head, well, it's probably going to be a lie. And whether it's a lie or not, then, you know, you're going to believe it. But the thing is that, um, it's <laughs> when you know it's a lie or not. And when the other side, somebody that you don't, uh, uh, the viewpoint you don't agree with says just the opposite of what you're thinking it makes you swan so badly to just it is not a lie or yes it is a lie or whatever it's really difficult to do that it is it's especially if you're listening to the radio or you're watching a computer or whatever now of course if you're out in uh, seeing this person speak personally um yes you could i guess yell out or get in your face or whatever i mean think that i think that happened um back during one of obama's state of the state of the union speeches and so i forget who this was somebody screamed out you lie and suddenly the whole congress oh my gosh you can't do that that's so disrespectful well <laughs> again that's freedom of speech he had every right to do that of course when you using your uh, rights of freedom of speech depending on what you say and how you say it you also either have to suffer the consequences um that's either in a good way or a bad way now of course again i forget who this person was who said you you lied to obama and back then of course obama was the left god um he he was right i mean he did lie i mean i've heard a few uh state of the union addresses from obama that i knew were lies unfortunately i could stand there in front of his face and tell me he was lying anyway <laughs> one of the uh i think the biggest lies and this isn't really quite um connecting to um to the main i wanted to guess one of the main topics of today is um congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof now this was done in ma ma mainly because um in england at the time of uh, our revolution you know the uh, united states revolution is that um england had an official religion uh, either you obeyed either you worshipped as the government said or you got yourself in trouble well that's not good i mean i am a born-again christian uh, i i do follow jesus uh i do love god however i know some people don't um the, the interesting thing about this is that our founding fathers were men of god um the one of our top colleges and i forget if it was yale or harvard one of those i forget which one it was actually began as a college for studying uh, clergymen for preachers for pastors for you get the idea so our country was founded on on god um luckily because you know of our freedoms you didn't you know it wasn't an official you know it wasn't official religion there is no official religion However, I, I was at a um, a Democrat lawmaker. Uh, I, I, sh I could say, well, yeah, in a way, he was, see, one of my senators, I think, from where I live now, in the, in the, in the People's Republic of Oregon. I realized I haven't said that in a while. But um, he was definitely a Democrat. And in his mind, um, he, he's a firm believer in the separation of church and state, which, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, 
it doesn't exist. There is no separation of church and state. No matter how many people, it is not in the Constitution, it is not in the Bill of Rights, it does not exist. And I guess in the Democrats' eyes, um, well, as I was listening to, I think it was Ron Wyden, one of those Democrat lawmakers, allegedly from Oregon, whatever, um, he was saying, well, I was listening to him talk, this is a few years ago, and he was saying, well, because the First Amendment says we have to, well, I guess we can allow religion, Jeez, but it better stay in the church where it belongs. I heard that, it's like, wow, that's just amazing, because that's not at all what Jesus said. Jesus said, go out into the world and preach the gospel to the entire world, which is a little bit opposite of what Wyden said that day. So, yeah, to most Democrats, um, no, they do not believe in <laughs> in spreading the gospel. Again, said they better keep, you know, people better keep it in their, you know, your little puny religion where it belongs in a box, which, you know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's, it's something that really gets me about that sometimes, too, so... Uh, anyway, let's continue on. So, um, yeah, again, the, the, okay, the next one is the freedom of speech. Um, and, and that's, again, it's hard to do because when you hear somebody talk that you don't agree with, it's really difficult to, uh, to want to keep, keep them going. Um, and, uh, it says on here as a, the part of the, the first amendment, the freedom of speech, um, of abridging the freedom of speech, um, I guess um, this even means misinformation or hate speech. Now, I think this is quite interesting because actually that's misinformation has really been um, in the news recently. Um, now, granted, I I only heard of Joe Rogan recently, like in the past few weeks. I know there's lots of radio talk shows out there. I know there's lots of podcasts. There are a dime a dozen, to say the least, including this one. Um, but some people just have a knack for it. Some people are really good at it. I am not. I'm still fairly new with this game, but um, Joe, yeah, I'd never even heard of Joe Rogan until just a few weeks ago, and then he came out, I guess, said a written, he he'd said at one time that um, recently that, and I happen to agree with the premises of the of the comment, to where uh, it wasn't too long ago that if you said um, masks don't work, the vaccines don't work, you can still die from COVID. China virus, however you say it, excuse me, <coughs> you can still die from, you can get sick and die from the vaccine and the mask, even if you are fully vaccinated, and even if you are continuously wear your mask, um, you can still, all this stuff could happen. Well, uh, the powers that be didn't like that at all and called it misinformation. That was back then, and I guess tried to punish him or something, or what, it just give them hell for it or something. And the interesting thing is, is that now, I guess, the mainstream media is coming out and saying, yeah, we, we've we had some change of, of mind. The science, the science changes. Now, that's one thing they're really good at saying. The science changes, and, and actually, you can get COVID again. You can die if you're fully vaccinated, and if you're fully masked properly, blah, 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 blah. You can. But, um, of course, now nobody wants to apologize to Mr. Rogan. Now, I... Uh, I've only heard Joe Rogan, a piece of Joe Rogan's show once. I just thought, okay, I'm going to listen to this guy and see what it's lost, see what all this, the huffles about. So I listened to him for about 10 minutes, maybe 15, and I had to turn him off. Why? I agreed with what he said. Unfortunately, I don't like a lot of expletives. I don't like a lot of cussing. And I don't know if it was just him or people he was interviewing or whatever the case may be, but I heard a lot of cuss words. And I'm not really big on that. To me... 
Um, if you use too much cuss words, then it makes you sound, um, I don't know, just ignorant. You know, if you can't find in the American voc- in a speech vocabulary words to replace words like that, then maybe you shouldn't be speaking that much. Um, I mean, I know it's free speech. I know that. Again, that's one thing that's funny about free speech. The freedom of speech is a double-edged sword. He has every right to cuss like all he wants to, and and I have every right to not to listen or to turn him off or anything else like that. Anyway, you get the idea. So um, anyway, misinformation. I, I get the idea that um, that the uh, government, that the Democrat-led government, and their uh, sock puppets, their their lap dogs, the, uh, the the mainstream media, have this idea. In my personal opinion, that you as the public, um, especially Americans, and maybe even out there in the rest of the world, you really don't know what's good for you. You're just you're an idiot. You're stupid. You're dumb. You you need to know. You need to have a government to tell you how to live, how to take care of yourself, how to do this, how to do that. Because you're just too dumb to know any better. You're too dumb to raise your kids properly. Um, you're too dumb to live. You're too dumb to make your own decisions. So the government, the almighty, all powerful government, we will help you. We will tell you how to live, just so you won't kill yourself or do something stupid like drink Tide Pods or bleach or whatever that was back then. <laughs> so. Um, uh, so apparently, yeah, the, the government and their, you know, and the, and their, their, their bedmates, the, uh, Democrat party seem to, uh, use what they considered, um, raw, incorrect information or misinformation to convince you that, no, you can't make up your mind, your own mind. You're not a, um, can, you know, you're not a mature adult person who cannot decide things on their own. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with that, again, they come up with with misinformation, allegedly. Of course, one man's misinformation or one person's misinformation is another person's truth, absolute truth. And, uh, and of course, it's only the, the mainstream media and the Democrat Party um, that can actually swap these back and forth. So one day, it's all oh, misinformation and it's wrong. The other day, well, we might have been a little pre-early to judge that, so we're going to switch it around again, because we can, and then the next day, oh, we found out the first time we were right, so we're going to go back, and well, they flip-flop quite often, of course, and then, of course, um, the idea of of hate speech, um, yeah, I don't understand the hate speech thing, uh, I know that using certain words to, to, uh, to call people is, I mean, the N-word, that came out recently with Joe Rogan, um, yeah. Yeah, the N-word or any other kind of words that like that, they are terrible words. They're awful words, but we have the right to say them whenever and to whomever we wish. Um, you know, the thing is, again, you have to suffer the consequences. If if a white guy goes into a mostly black neighborhood, spurting out the N-word and calling the N-word to anybody, especially if you are a darker skin, you're going to suffer the consequences. Probably like getting beat up or getting killed depending on who you're saying it to. <laughs> so it's, yeah. And again, if you are incite people to violence and they follow your, especially if you're a leader, a person of influence, and if you uh, say those things, say certain words, then that, that you're going to suffer the consequences. So uh, to me, there really is no such thing as hate speech. There is hateful speech, but, you know, or, or, hate in speech, but there is no, you know, I mean, yeah, you can say things that sound, you know, to 
to you. They might be hateful to somebody else. You know, you get some some person who's just hearing that certain words just like cussing. I don't like cussing. I I find it offensive with too much cussing. Some people don't. I've known some people that cuss constantly. There are several, you know, expletives in a sentence, and I don't really care for it. But they're either friends of mine or I'm interested in what they have to say, so I put up with it. However, the Democrat Party and the liberal media don't seem to see it that way. They seem to, uh, you know, see hate speech as, well, to them, anything that they don't agree with is hate speech. When I was in college, um, again, my the, the college I went to was in a more like conservative part of the, the of the state, but the student body was largely liberal, progressive. And it just seemed like everything I said um, that was against the views of, of some of the student body and the, the rest of the newspaper, um, it was, I was labeled as a, it was labeled hate speech. If I disagreed with them on race, religion, um, gay community, or whatever the case may be, you know, whatever the case may be, I was labeled a racist, homophobic, you get, it was hate speech. And according to some people, hate speech should be illegal. That's what I've heard from places, but really, hate speech illegal. So again, one person's hate speech, another person's regular speech. It just that's just how it goes. Anyway, so uh, again, the, um, <laughs> I was saying before the uh, freedom of the press. Again, it's a two-edged sword, you know, because if you again go put up, um, I was going to say originally Fox versus CNN. Now back when I was in college, that's what I would do. I'd get into the newspaper office and I'd juxtapose uh, CNN website with the Fox News website. And back then there was different differences. You can actually see differences in how the stories are written, the headlines that were used, what story were used, where they placed on the page. And there's definitely differences. Nowadays, not so much. Nowadays, it's like um, there's not much of a difference because, you know, I use, I listen to the radio a lot. And the two stations I listen to commonly um, have at the top of the hour, they have one has Fox News, the other one has CBS News. And anymore, there's not a heck of a lot of difference between Fox News and CBS News radio or radio news. They just there's not a big difference. And they're all well, CBS is, has been left leaning for quite some time. And Fox News, unfortunately, is leaning left. It's center left now, and it's like some of the stuff that they, rec- you know, because again, when I was, you know, writing for the school paper, um, I would study, you know, the who, what, why, where, how, why, and all that stuff. And I noticed, um, and that's one thing I would do is, and I still do it, is I study news articles, news stories, um, especially on the radio. And I, you know, and I, I study, you know, the people, um, what, what happened, how it's written, the people they interview, the sides they take. And uh, in most cases, CBS News only picks one side, and they might pick two or three different sources for one side, but they never show the other side of whatever they're talking about. Um, so it's like recently, um, there's a, a woman who, the CBS did a story about a woman who, um, well, back, say, that when they approved, allegedly, um, usage for the vaccine for children who were like, what, six months to five years old, and this one mother got on there and, and bragged, I want to be the first one to vaccinate my children for the safety of them and our friends and loved ones. I want to be the first one to get my children vaccinated. And But that CBS News didn't say anything about anybody else who was against the vaccination. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, again, it's the idea of um, telling people, you know, what they consider useful information. I mean, what is the difference between that, between useful, useless, useful information 
and spreading half-truths. Because in many cases, the, the media is really good at that. They, they're really good at, at spreading, you know, they do lie, they do, and you usually can tell when they lie, but they also are really good. It's like, I'm pretty sure Satan is somewhere in the heads of the, 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 the mass media, because only Satan could actually um, lie, but do it in a way that is like a half-truth to make you go, hey, maybe so, that could be right. I mean, it's not a lie, I mean, well, you're thinking, well, it's not the truth necessarily, but it's definitely not a lie. So maybe it's, hey, somewhere in the middle. That sounds really good to me. So, and, um, you know, and when it comes to, you know, it's, again, maybe they're doing this for protection because, again, the, the government seems to think it's the government masters. I was, um, I, <laughs> I was doing a Tea Party rally uh, some years ago, and uh, it was not a big one, just a little one, but still. It wasn't. It was a uh, small enough to where government people went in and out of the capital without fearing for their lives, because you know they do. I don't know why. Anyway, a couple uh, ladies went into the Oregon, uh, Oregon State Capitol, and kind of boasted to the few of the people that were protesting taxes or something. I forget exactly what they were protesting, and they just snugly, smugly walked by and go, and they said something like, "Your government." Um, it's how they put it. Um, oh. You, you need your government people or your government, something about, um, you know, your government takes care of you. So you, you need to support them or something like that. You know, oh, the government takes money, people. And, you know, it needs tax money. And she just, hmm, her and her, her cohort friend, whoever she was, they walked by us with this holier than thou, <laughs> let him eat cake attitude. It's like, wow. Okay. Um, yes. When was the last time you knew of a government agency to wisely spend money yeah me neither so <laughs> so here's one of the, the kind of one of the big things that comes with the um with recently is the right to peacefully assemble now of course peacefully assembling is dependent on your view of peacefully and depending on your view of what a person a person and or group is um is trying to protest about, you know, to, to peacefully assemble. Uh, as I thought it was really interesting that during the summer of love, allegedly, when Black Lives Matter and Antifa was burning down cities, destroying homes, destroying black homes, black businesses, destroying cars, destroying police, destroying government offices, that was mostly peaceful protest going to the left. And actually, as I, as I understand it, even some of our uh, Democrat leaders, allegedly leaders, uh, was actually setting up GoFundMe accounts, again, GoFundMe in the news, you know, um, to create a, a fund for bail money for people who actually wasn't so peaceful during these protests. Um, hmm, did you know that? Um, whether or not you did, that it was happening. Um, I forget, I actually heard on uh, an audio piece a while ago about one of the, I forget who it was right now, some some black lady, was mentioning about um, yeah we're we're we gotta help these people out and um, whether you know it or not Mike Schmidt DA of uh, in, in Portland Oregon actually said well because he supports Black Lives Matter and Antifa he will not prosecute them he's actually said the I, I believe in their views I support them they will not be prosecuted so it's pretty much catch and release I mean it's great for fishing not for criminals uh, so we're uh, but yeah it, it's just amazing though you. Um, you know, what peacefully protesting is, you know, of course, we know that Antifa and Black Lives Matter, we know how they, how they, finger quotes, p- 
peacefully protest. But yet with the truckers, they they have this convoy. As I understand it, convoys are, I guess, illegal, I guess. Um, so I guess you can't have so many trucks in a row or in a line or something. I, I don't know. I, that's like, I first heard that years and years ago. But now um, I, I find it laughable how how Democrats uh, during last summer were were supporting. They wouldn't say anything against Black Lives Matter or Antifa. And they were destroying things, burning things. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, lives, buildings, livelihoods. And, and that was okay to them. However, you get truckers who are protesting for peace, um, for liberty, for freedom, not just in the United States, but even Canada too, and suddenly they're the bad guys. Suddenly, how dare they disrupt normal life? How dare they they insult the the, the typical Canadian? How dare they, you know, people are, are 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 losing their jobs, businesses are closing down. How dare you? How dare you? It's like really. So it was okay, as as I understand it. There might be a few truckers, maybe or supporters, who are causing some damage or whatever. Maybe I've never heard of any. I just heard okay, maybe it's happening. And that's and, and usually has to think is when the mainstream media actually comes out and says, okay, you know, because that's what things they, they the mainstream media hates right leaning people hate um, any any kind of protest or any kind of rallies that has to do with the right with conservatives with Trump or however you look at it. They, and if they can find something negative, oh, you know, they're going to find it and and capitalize on it. Well, I haven't heard anything at all about the negativity of the truckers. The only thing I've heard is that I actually heard this on a podcast recently about how um, truckers from all over truckers and, and trucker supporters from all over Canada went to Ottawa to you know to their capital to protest. And the interesting thing is is that many people couldn't even understand each other because of their language. As I understand, in West Eastern Canada, they speak largely French, which okay. But the interesting thing is, no matter though they had different languages, different accents, different everything else, they were all Canadians, and they loved each other for that, and they support each other for that, and the freedom. And and part of all this, which I which I was hearing CBS News a couple days ago, was that they reported about all the negativity happening with the truckers, but yet they didn't say a squatting thing about why they were doing it, about the mandates, about being forced to vaccinate, about being forced to wear masks. As I understand it. About 80 to 90% of all the truckers doing all this, they're already fully vaccinated. Fully vaccinated. But yet, as many people say, as do I say, I am not anti-vax. I am anti-mandate. Don't tell me you have to do this or else. You give me the option, and if I choose not to, then leave me alone. You know, so that's that's what they're trying to do is, you know, is go against the mandate, the, the idea of, you know, either you get this shot and keep yourself masked or else. And when you're in a truck for, you know, 12, 18, how many times, I mean, whether you're a long-haul truck driver or whatever, or local, and if you're driving alone, why do you need a mask? Uh, why do you need the shot? I mean, if you spend most of your time alone in the cab of a truck, can you get vaccinated through the radio? Or can you get infected or whatever through, or whatever else? Um, yeah, probably not. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but... But it just—it's amazing to me that um, that the our Democrat lawmakers praise um, BLM, uh, Antifa, but yet, um, but yet poo-poo the idea of of anybody on the right um, trying to support their view.
It just, it's really amazing. It really is. Uh, and it's all about the tactics, I guess. Uh, again, you know, Antifa and BLM are known, even though the, even though the, uh, the, just slipped my mind. The, the media calls it mostly peaceful. However, they're saying mostly peaceful with fires raging in the background. Um, I mean, perhaps under the grand scheme of things, and this is where they twist the truth around and make it the half truth. Um, there were many protests in cities all over the country. And, uh, and granted, uh, a lot of them were peaceful. They were. A lot of them were peaceful. But you got to kind of wonder if even CNN is showing only the most violent protests. Um, then you think if they were trying to show how really peaceful they were, that maybe they'd show some kumbaya love circle in a BLM or Antifa rally. That, you know, but though they didn't. And you got to kind of wonder why. You know, and why don't they show, why don't they show Proud Boys or Oath Keepers, you know, they, it seems like they always try to show them in bad light and not, you know, not as the bad, the boogeyman they say they are. Anyway, so it's, and I again, I don't know about Canada. I'm assuming Canada doesn't have a First Amendment, but it's just about the idea of the freedom of speech, you know, to just say what you want without uh, allegedly misinformation which is it misinformation or is it just things change because science does change. Our minds do change. It's really interesting now that, that there are several states, even including Democrat states who are now changing their minds. They'll say, well, now they're saying that um, now you don't have to wear a mask indoors. Well, well, thank you very much. I didn't anyway. I haven't worn a mask indoors in months, you know, and, and to get to the point now where, where, uh, I am not getting, well, it used to be, I, I, when I first started taking the mask off, I would get looks, not bad looks, but looks enough to where, oh, he's not wearing a mask, whoa. And last, um, let's see, was it July, August, I think? Last August, I went to Alaska, and um, I noticed that at least half the people, in all the places I went to, half the people-ish, give or take, uh, weren't wearing masks, some were, which, okay, I mean, if you want to wear a mask, it even says on the door, you know, masks are optional, if you want to wear them, good. And I feel the same way. The only thing that kind of gets me scratching my head is if you're outside alone, riding a bike, walking, whatever, or if you're in a car alone, why are you wearing a mask? Um, I know some people just feel comfortable doing that. They just, it's their safety blanket. Well, good for you. Okay. Uh, anyway, so it's just the idea of, of the information thing. It's the assault on the First Amendment, the abuse of the First Amendment. If you can possibly use the First Amendment to... You know, to um, to degrade somebody, if you can use the First Amendment, um, it seems as as the uh, it seems like what the media is saying. If you can use the First Amendment to to make people look bad, um, to use them to look, look like enemies against their neighbors, against the government, or you know, against the government, then then do so. Anyway, this has been from a particular point of view. I am Dale, and again, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, responses, thoughts, um, watercoolercomments at gmail.com, all one word, no caps, watercoolercomments, or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com. So again, this is Dale, um, and this has been from a particular point of view. Until next time, everybody have a great day, and see you later.